What's good? What's good? It's your boy DJ Avo, and this is the Dynasty Bros Fantasy Football Podcast. We're here for another bonus episode, so we're gonna get it in. Let's go. What's up, Brodies and Bays? It's your boy Dynasty Bro Dot here with a couple special people. I got the Cobro. Name yourself, Ninja. Dynasty Bro Vic. What's up, everybody? What's you good? Took forever to name yourself. And uh, I had to think, bro. I then I forgot my name. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got another special bro back again. You don't need no introduction, but give yourself an introduction, brother. Yeah, what up, what up, what up? It's your boy B here. Oh my that's, gosh. That's, that's clear B. Money, that's man. clear B. <laughs> oh well, sorry, white B? What? Clear B? Clear. Oh, clear. Man. You ain't white, bro. You ain't white, you clear. B's in demand, bro. Coming off that Jay-Z episode, B's in demand. They said, bring them back. They said, replace Vic. That's cool. That's cool. Nah, nah, I'm just playing. Hey, so we came here for just to do a little special segment, and we would like to shed light on the Andrew Luck situation, seeing how we're some Indianapolis guys, you know, love the Colts. And feel like it's our place to, you know, speak about this, speak about, you know, him leaving, how we feel about it, how we felt like the fans felt about him leaving and just just try to speculate why he would leave so early, man, because that motherfucker was our franchise quarterback. So, uh, you know, you head out with a lot of years left in you and a lot of just just wisdom leaving that field. It's just unfortunate. So we're here to dissect that and break that down. So. What I'm going to do, since I just sent a shot at him, I want Dynasty Bro Vic to just tell me how long you've been a Colts fan. And tell me how you feel about Andrew Luck, man. Like, just as man. a QB before the whole retirement thing. Cool, I can do that. I've been a Colts fan since '99. Uh, so, one year after the Peyton Manning draft in '98. Um, so, of course, you know, that's when we were turning it around and trying to find a franchise quarterback. So it looked like we landed with Peyton Manning. And then, of course, as you guys know, Peyton ended up hurt in terms of surgery. Then we ended up letting him go. So then we brought in Andrew Luck. I really didn't know what to expect, um, but we definitely hit the, you know, ball on the head or money on the head, whatever you want to say. But with drafting Andrew Luck, that, that was a nice transition from uh, Peyton, which carries a lot of weight. That's a lot of pressure. So definitely was happy with the QB situation. So I've been a close fan since 99, man. I was there for that Super Bowl in 06. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. Uh, B. <laughs> yeah, yeah. B, do me a favor and tell me how do you think Luck transitioned? Because that's a hard transition going from Peyton to Luck. Tell me how you think he did, like, over oh, the dude, years. Man, minus the injuries. Just I'm why sorry. he was on the field. I'm sorry. He was, he was one of the, like, he was going to be one of the GOATs, man. The, the, the kid had everything. He had the he had uh, that Brett Favre drive where he was a gunslinger, loved getting hit, tapped the, the defenders on his head. But then he had that mind like Peyton Manning. So, like, like he literally had everything. He was he was going to be, like, the GOAT. It's just uh, oh. we got lucky, man. We got lucky. And then literally yeah, not this. <laughs> we got luck, <laughs> E. <laughs> <laughs> Clever. Yeah, but yeah, not too many teams can say, "Hey, Peyton was our franchise quarterback, and then he went out 
and then we got Andrew Luck. So, you know, that's, I guess that's awesome for us as a franchise to let that ride out. So, Avo, being the guy who's, who's, who, who really doesn't care about football, but will care if you ask him to. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That is Avery in a nutshell. (laughs) Tell me. That's Avery with everything. That ain't just football. That's Avery. He just don't care unless you ask him. Unless it's something he likes. Just had a moment yesterday like that. Yeah. So like I wanna I wanna ask you being the guy who wasn't probably as invested in football and as in, in luck as everybody else here, when you heard the damn news about Andrew Luck retiring, as a person that's not that invested into it, how did you feel? Because I can tell you how these diehards felt, but I just wanna see like did it still touch everybody? Cause I think the whole world was shocked, nobody expected. How'd you feel about uh- that? Although I'm not a football fan, like I root for every team in Indianapolis naturally. I just I want them all to be good and be successful because I know that just brings more shine and love to my city. So when I heard he retired, I was like, damn, we're about to suck. And <laughs> I remember the Colts when they subbed. Like it it's not fun. Like nobody cares about football. It's a shitty time in this it's a shitty time of year when the Colts suck. Everybody still goes and supports but it's a different type of support. It's a sad support. It's like, yeah, we're going to watch this game, but we, we're hoping we win. We don't really plan on winning. So that's a, that was my <laughs> feeling. Like, damn, we're going back to that. We're going back to not feeling like we can win as opposed to being like, yo, we got a shot this year. And I do, hey, I'm pretty sure. Can we just sure... out real quick, though? That is, this is a, this is a basketball city, first of all. True. True. So like the, but the we football still, love we was support. much appreciated. Oh, no, agreed. <laughs> I'm just saying, for the people who think that no, this is a yeah, thank you. I just don't get me wrong. I'm with you. Hey, I ride or die with <laughs> this city. But this is a basketball state. So like when football took a place, like we actually got to have two sports that we could fall in love with. Exactly. Like, that was just a blessing. Exactly. So I was just worried that we're about to go back to being sad again, and that's that's just not fun. Like, I remember that year we won the Super Bowl. That was dope for the whole city. I think because we won the a Super Bowl city. helped us. I think because we won one helped us get one. So it's like, damn, we might not have another Super Bowl here for like 30 years. <laughs> damn. I don't know. We, I don't know when we're going to win again. But that that's just how Shit. I feel as a Fairweather fan. <laughs> he straight calls double fair weather. If we good, I'm supporting him for real. <laughs> yeah, I think it's good yeah, to have everyone's unbiased perspective. So, that's good. yeah, that's why I saved that question for him because you know I know how we feel. I wanted to see if like a person on the outside looking in or somebody that maybe didn't care as much. I want to see how they feel. So, so now. We're at a point where he's retiring, and we're all shocked. Nobody can believe it. Let Let's start with the first reaction. The fans, like the first thing that I get to see is a notification saying, "Hey, Andrew Luck is going to retire." And then the second thing I see is probably the same clip that everybody's seen of him getting booed as he's walking out the stadium. So let's kind of discuss that because that's probably the first reaction after our natural reaction. 
How yeah. and this is to the this to the whole panel. How do you guys feel about him getting booed leaving the stadium during that preseason game? I'd have done the same thing. Anybody mid game? Mid game? I'm booing. Mid game. He's he's like, on the he field. Hell yeah. Like after. Hell yeah. Like that's just like all disrespect. Yeah, you getting booed. I I'm okay with that. I'll live in the moment. <laughs> <laughs> he had a couple of beers on him, sound like a couple of blue moons in him. <laughs> no, never blue moon. I'm in a Oh, you're in a dump. Hey, that's funny. Hey, I mean, to be honest, my initial reaction, I was shocked, but I wasn't upset. Um, so even if I was there, I wouldn't have booed. I just feel like, um, I, to, to me, I knew it was something, had to be something more than that. Plus, I don't like how that came out. But my initial reaction was I was just shocked. And, you know, I, I was, you know, initially I just thought about his mental health, his mental state. It just made me start thinking about that. Um, so, yeah, so that was my my stance. I'm, I think here's this was up. I think after. I, I like to I'm one of those people that root for the home team, so I'm not like a fanboy either, but like. I'm, I'm like, you know, I would love to see the coast win at the home time. So, like, I care enough about – I'm not able, so I care enough. So, like, I don't <laughs> think I was diehard to where – I understand <laughs> being there in that moment and, like, fucking being pissed off. I feel like in the moment, sometimes you just react and you don't think it out because I feel like my initial damn I get it reaction didn't kick in until I actually heard him speak. Because majority of my time afterwards, I was like, "Damn, I'm still confused." I was, I was still confused. I never got to get to the angry part because I was confused. So, I, I don't know if like me not being there left me confused compared to if I was in the stadium, probably feeling that raw emotion. I, I feel like I, I get the fans, even though it's shitty, because we put a lot on his back, and you know he's been our franchise quarterback for some years now. I just. I think it was an unfortunate. Like I feel like we should have waited it out. Some fans that that was kind of I don't know. It's kind of fucked up. Kind of fucked up, but I get it only because it's initial reaction. So yeah. I mean, I'll give you the knee jerk part. Like I'll give you that. It's definitely a knee jerk reaction to boo, but I mean, I ain't taking yeah. it back. No, that's uh, definitely <laughs> just, it's it was the worst time, dude. Like it, we're mid season. People don't realize that, dude. The NFL starts March 1st. March 1st. And he going to come out and say it. I did. Well, I... Can't hear you, Dot. Yeah, I was just going to... I could... Yeah, I could fill in. Uh, it, so, it, you know, at least for me, I thought it was bad in terms of how it came out. I don't think it should have came out right then and there, so... After being shocked, my other initial reaction was, why did it come out then and there? Like, who released it? That's um, fair. That's you know, fair it's question. like, why at that moment? So, to me, at that point, I'm looking at the coach organization as far as, like, whether it's the media team or personnel, trainers, what have you. I don't know who it was, execs. But somehow it got out to, you know, the analyst world. And I don't remember which analyst actually leaked Shafter. it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just wondering, like, why at that time, you know, would you decide to put that out there in the middle of a game? I don't know. It was just, I mean, of course, I guess I understand why you want to be the first to break it, but you can, you know, still put it out there and say, hey, 
per this source, that way everyone knows you were the first one to break it. You had to break it at that exact moment. So I just thought that was kind of shitty. Real shit. Real shit. I would say I was more shocked at the fact that he got to keep all that money. I was very confused uh, when I saw that go across on the ticker. When I saw that thing go across on the ticker, he gets to keep like $26 million. I was like, yo. Hey, what type I, of retirement you know, are we getting into here where you get to keep the money? And I see them snatch back Antonio uh, Brown's money. It's a little confusing. Uh, uh, that's the franchise quarterback, though. You you got to let him keep that money. So, so that's that's interesting. I look at that from two things. Either they felt like they did him so wrong in terms of not protecting him and getting him to this point that they owed him that. And the flip side of that is the hopes of him returning. So we're just gonna front this, put the good foot forward. That's how I was looking at it. I don't know which which one, you know, which way it fell, but those are my two perspectives. Hey, or or maybe it was Ursay knowing he had a problem like Ursay has a problem. What do you mean? Like like a like like drug problem. Like Ursay like like Ursay like had that drug problem, right? Right, like he right, had that right. big pill issue. What if it's what if it's Andrew Luck was having pill issues? I I see where you're going. Like with the injuries, addicted all those. Yeah, what if he got addicted to those painkillers? But help oh, me understand why fronting him, why fronting him twenty four million. I mean, how does that? What he's gonna go buy twenty four million worth of painkillers? Like, I guess help me understand. Nah, nah. Hopefully, hopefully rehab. My nigga that threw Andrew yeah. Luck into all kind of drugs. Twenty four million dollars <laughs> worth. You know, hey, without his shipment like, on the chase chase him, boat. You you front him that, telling him, all right, go get healthy, and when you come back. You come back and play for us again when you get healthy. Damn. Damn. I can see that. Like, I can see that. What if that was Ursay's talk? Like, go get healthy. I understand. Come back when you're clean and come back and play with us. Keep the money because we intend to keep you and never want to let you go. Here's the front. Come back when you're good. So okay, basically, so- we send you. we send you off to save your face and your legacy, kind of like the Jordan thing in the NBA yes. back in the day. Yes, just Damn. like Jordan. Remember, there's that theory about Jordan. Jordan only left the league because he was going to get suspended for gambling. Okay. And, so and that's interesting that you say Andrew that. Luck is, oh, my bad. You got it, Vic. My bad. Now go ahead, bro. I was just basically about to just piggyback on the, you know, Michael Jordan and Luck is basically leaving the league because he's about to get in trouble for drugs, basically. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Uh, just because, I mean, looking at Andrew's injuries, you know, throughout six seasons, torn cartilage and two ribs, partially torn ab, lacerated kidney, meaning he was pissing out blood, had a concussion. Torn labrum in his shoulder. And then this last thing, of course, as we all know with the offseason, the mysterious calf ankle ankle issue, which to me, I don't know if that sounded like some Achilles shit, like on some Kevin Durant type shit. Whenever I hear calf ankle, to me, that just makes me think Achilles, man. I don't know if I'm off, but 
that makes me think that. But given all those injuries, he had to have been on some, you know, medications. And to your point, what if one of those drugs he was on was, you know, considered a banned substance? Now, I'm not saying he intentionally knew he was taking it, but I think it's a scenario where, you know, it was brought to his attention saying, hey, you've been on these meds and these painkillers, but this one is considered a banned substance. So from Andrew Luck's perspective, at that point, once it's brought to his attention, he's probably laying off all those drugs, wanted to rehab naturally, but all that shit that he's been on, there's no way you can do it without being on something. Um, so, so I think once he realized he couldn't do it, that took a mental toll on him, because that goes back to the talk of points of saying, you know, if I ever got back to this place where I didn't feel, you know, I had to constantly rehab, maybe he got back to that. Once it's brought to his attention, he was on a banned substance. What do you guys think? Uh, I think banned substance or not, man. I like I'll tell you, man. Those those drugs suck. Like they do. They they are they are addicting. I've been on them three out of the last or two out of the last three years. Actually, I should say three out of the last four years now because I just had a root canal. Yeah. And mother, oh hey, my gosh! Quit fucking yourself up, B. I know, <laughs> hey, man. I'm telling you. Them, them Trout mouth like, ass motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you start one, man. It's just, it's hard to get off of, man. They're just, that feeling is so comfortable. Yeah. Like it, the, what it does to your body, man. I, I broke my ankle and I tore my Achilles two years apart. So like first, you first go around and I was taking them to the point where I think I was just taking them to relax and get rid of like, any feeling in your body and it's like I see why people take them so like the second time around man I didn't even take a pill because it was like I didn't even know if it was helping me I didn't even know if it was helping the pain rather than just making me feel better and I'm like if you can't like separate the two then fuck taking them pills man so I didn't even take them the second go around because I don't want to be trying to take something that make me feel good like it's supposed to take your injury pain away but instead it's making me feel good, which makes you want to keep taking it. So that feeling is not cool, to be honest. Yeah, so I think we're working with two theories here. Of course, the main one we're leading with is he needs to take time off to go get clean, you know, to not have to be on painkillers. I still do think we have to consider the banned substance. He's given all those injuries, and he was getting injections before games and just the numb stuff. And the reason why I say that because – the reason why I say that is because he did just win comeback player of the year. So imagine being on a banned substance. You know, of course, you get your suspension. A lot of people are like, well, that's not a big deal. Guys get suspended all the time. But he did just win comeback player of the year. That puts a stain on that award. So just know how Andrew Luck is, you know, the poster child, poster boy. You know, he's, you know, all-American citizen. You know, I think that would have been a lot for him to deal with mentally on top of the injuries, knowing that his comeback player of the year award has an asterisk, right? I'm with you there. That's that's a legit thought, man, because you know he doesn't like that. <laughs> yeah. But but again, to my point, I don't think it was intentional. I think it was brought to his attention because, you know, if I'm a player, I'm not, you know, I'm trusting the trainers to tell me what I can put in my body and what I can't. I just need to not feel the pain. But if someone on that staff fucked up and didn't do their homework and fed me some shit that's banned, now I'm screwed. So how do I offset it? Of course, you know, I'm mentally checked out. And not to say he wasn't mentally checked out. I'm sure he was. I'm sure that does play into it. But, I mean, yeah, you got to retire. And then just fronting all that money, 
that just tells me they're leaving the door open, um, you know, to a chance of him coming back. But if he does come back, I wouldn't be surprised if something, you know, as, as it relates to a story resurfaces because the way this internet age is set up, there's no way he can come back and this just goes away. So I do think the real reason would eventually come out if he does come back. So at this point, I think he has to just stay retired. If that nigga was popping the same thing that motherfucking uh, method of uh, sports medicine gave me, man. That's what I'm saying, <laughs> man. It has to be. Yeah, he was popping the same shit they gave me, dog. What I'm thinking is he was taking the pills and then his prescription ran out and he went and got some street shit. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking, man. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking if it was a band substance, I'm trying to relate it to the street. Yeah, nah, <laughs> they do practice on the west side. Avo be bro. right. Avo hey, be they right. They do practice on the west side. They practice on the west side. Yeah, bro. I'm just yeah, saying. I think, like, I think, like trying. I think he was gonna fuck up just like himself personally. Like I think he was popping because I don't know if he, I don't know if like if he was doing something banned. I don't even know if anybody can save him from that because they got to give those drug tests. So, like, yeah. I think it was probably him popping something, getting to the point where he's starting to look like... I'm telling you, man, he even looked kind of... <laughs> yeah, his, his face in that like press conference, the way he was speaking, bro. Yeah, bro. He, he, I know some people that are downers that pop these pills like they nothing, bro, and Sometimes they just got the the blank face, man. And I, it's hard to explain what the blank face is, but sometimes I look at, like, I know people who pop pills, perkies and shit, like, they're nothing. And their face is just the face of nothing. Like, they have no expression on it. They just look like you just stare in their eyes and see nothing. And that press conference, dude, I didn't, I seen more nothing on his face than emotion, if you ask me. Like, not yeah, saying that like he wasn't Andrew even. Luck. Yeah, not saying yeah. that he wasn't emotional, but to have to retire from the game you know you love, man, sometimes I looked at his face in that press conference and you can see the you can see the drug face, man. I know that sounds – without trying yeah. to speak bad about somebody, but that's honest. But on a positive, man, let's flip it in terms of just thinking about, you know, his his willpower to even be able to pull himself out of that moment while being in that state. I mean, hats off to him because that's not an easy thing to do. So just knowing that it's probably best for you to retire, wherever the situation may be that caused it, I mean, hats off, because that's not an easy thing to do. So, Because at that point, the weight of the world is on, is on your shoulders. This is very true. My black ass would have stayed and played. <laughs> like a fool. <laughs> I I'd, have, I'd have kept popping pills. I'd have stayed and played. We's going to see what the hell going to happen. Hopefully, I don't get caught. Who's going to take this piss test what for you me? Mean? He a real one. He a real one. He a real what one. You mean? What you mean, go get clean? I'm going to smoke this weed. Oh, my name ain't DJ Abo. And we going to win. Oh, man. Timing was terrible, though. Timing yeah, was terrible. It was. Timing was horrible. I got a Timing question for y'all, though. I thought that was terrible. What's I got up? an answer for you. All right, look. So, but check this out. As far as players retiring early, it's not unheard of, though. I mean, of course, Andrew Luck. Retired early as of now at 29. Then you also got Gronk who retired at 29. Patrick Willis, linebacker for the 49ers, age 30. Megatron, on, Calvin what, Johnson, that? age 30. Avery. Patrick Willis. Who, Megatron? Avery. No, no, no. Avery used to always say, say that name just right. Which name? 
Patrick Willis or Calvin? Patrick yeah, Willis. Nah, Patrick Willis. Avery, that, Avery loved him some Patrick Willis, boy. Yeah. He's yeah. And also, like Patrick Willis. Yeah, he was a beast. And then also Barry Sanders, man. So it's not unheard of. So, I mean, oh, Broncos when did, did it they last do year. It? When did they do it? After a year. It's just usually after a year after. where it's like, man, I'm done. It's I, I, I haven't year. seen I haven't seen anybody retire. Let me let me make this clear because it's gonna sound like Gronk. Gronk has championships. I haven't seen anybody without a championship that has championship aspirations coming up with the team and their talent still retire going into the season. Like you make that decision after like Gronk decided he was retiring after the season, and that's you don't go in with all these you know high expectations and the best team you done had since you've been there and you know people are calling you a Super Bowl contender and then you retire and you don't even mm. you retire you don't even choose to stay with the organization and help Jacoby you just flat out retire quit, which is even quit. more weird because quit. because if if it was just you retiring because you're done with your injuries you're smart enough to be able to be like, man, I can be an asset to a team who took a chance on me. He's giving me $24 million for nothing still. I can sit on the sidelines and 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 give my Absolutely. wits to Jacoby for a year or two for nothing, basically. Absolutely. That has been my opinion. He didn't even choose to do time. that. 100%. So, you, you got to look at his mental state then based on that then. So he had to been checked out. I mean, like I said, I didn't finish my senior year and I was done two weeks before I, I threw that football up in the air. I was mentally checked out. So I can relate to Andrew from that standpoint, as far as, you know, when you're done, you're done. Because either you're going to get yourself hurt or you're going to get one of your teammates hurt. And if I can't go full speed, I got Aaron Donald. Well, fuck that. I got Joey Bosa and Melvin Gordon chasing me week one. And then, you know, Darrell Casey week two. Like all these, you know, pass rushers and crazy studs. Like if I'm not 100%, I don't need to be out there. So, nah, but I think, I think, I think that point that I just brought up actually helps Brandon's theory. I understand you don't want to be out on the field, but like, why wouldn't, if you're mentally checked out because of injuries, that's what you said. That's fine. But you got an organization that loves you enough to let you keep all the guaranteed money, even though you're walking away from them going into a Super Bowl contending season. You don't even respect them enough to try to work the sidelines with them. You just quit. That sounds suspicious, bro. They don't need you to play. They don't need you to practice. They don't need you to risk your body no more at this point. They just need you to get tips from the sidelines. And you quit. That sounds suspicious, bro. That even sounds even more reason. What was the difference between Andrew Luck and Cam Newton? Shit, fucking Andrew Luck got the game sewn up as far as uh wits and smart. He can see everything yes. in advance of what yeah, the fuck's Luck about accuracy. <laughs> yeah, Andrew Luck. Accuracy. Yeah, Andrew Luck. True. And accuracy. <laughs> That's a big Luck, one. Andrew Luck on a team because he's a smart person. Man, he he ain't make the league because he was the most athletic. Don't get me wrong, yeah. he was athletic. I mean, you ain't unathletic in the league. Let's just be real. For those who think that, you know, these 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 players are still unathletic, nah. But, like, you're talking about one of the best brains to ever take these tests that they take. And you just going to tell me that him walking away is the best option? That he can't help Jacoby? Nah, dude. I mean, you know they were going to give you the money. You knew 
they were giving you the money. You straight quit. The money was there. Yeah, yeah that's that's even more reason to think that if some abruptly just had to make them get away from the game. Yeah. Okay. Well, question. What outcome would you guys like to see from this? Or or what do you expect? Um, do you guys think he'll come back in a year after he gets clean? If he does need to get clean, do you think he's just done? Y'all want to go first because uh, I got a hot tape. I'll go. I, hopefully he gets clean and comes back. Because if he doesn't, he's a quitter in my book. Okay. Okay. That was to the point. <laughs> hey, hey, that's I don't think Avon here. Technical Rick, difficulties with him. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my bad. Okay. Yeah. Um, at least the outcome, I would like to I, – I, I think he's done. Just because I don't think he's going to come back and put his legacy at risk of investigations and – now we're looking at the Comeback Player of the Year award. So I think he's done. So i like to see the coach bring him in and also Adam Vinatieri against, like, the Jacksonville Jaguars at halftime, honor those guys so that they can get the proper standing ovation that those guys deserve. So I just want to see Andrew Luck walk out of uh, Lucas Oil Stadium with a standing ovation applaud because he's done a lot for us. So that's what i like to see. Okay, well... Here's my hot take. <clears throat> and I don't wish this because, you know, I don't ever want to be the guy that just keeps on helping out an organization. But I would like to think that the organization that I was working hand in hand with would have me fucked up. Fans would have me fucked up, booing me out the stadium like that. That's borderline disrespect. And then, you know what? I still see some kind of social media hate still to this day, even after his explanation about. You know, yeah. mental health reasons and injury reasons. It's kind of rude, man. Like, especially in the day and age we in where motherfuckers is taking a life on a daily, yeah. losing life because of mental health. Uh, like mentally, he did the right stuff. thing. Mentally, yeah, he did the right men- thing. Mentally, he it's did the right timing. thing. So, That's my yeah, it just sucks. So to, so to boo him and hate him, the hot take is... Wait, do is this something I gotta like to see or just something I could see happening? Because I don't want to say I would like to see. Oh, but yeah, both. Hot, hot te- Okay, well, this ain't something I would like to see. But something I could see happening is Tom Brady's successor coming back in a couple years, <sighs> killing it for the Patriots. Cause, Watch your mouth <sighs> for for a seventh round pick, right? So that's what they <laughs> do. Nah. Well, since he retired, does. How does that work? He would have no, to come back joking, to the coach, bro. right? You, you, and they would have you, to trade you know him. Belichick. Yeah, you know Belichick gets all these players for men. So. No, I'm dead ass serious. I think when you retire, don't you all – you got to go back to the team, especially when you retire yeah. with some years on your contract. So he would have to go back and be a coach. But can't you yeah. see the Patriots trying to get Andrew Luck in a couple of years, get, talk him into coming out of retirement, um, working yeah. something out with the coach because Jacoby's playing okay. Like what we don't actually, need. yeah, that's a yeah, good point. It's the Patriot way, and he just got booed out the city that you know he felt like had love for him. So, I'm not saying like this should happen or I want it to happen, but man, I would have felt some type of way getting booed, whether it's bad timing or not. I still would have felt some type of way getting booed. You good right. feel some type of way because I'm still <laughs> booing your ass. <laughs> <laughs> he, gonna, he gonna have on a white Andrew Luck jersey. <laughs> That's crazy. He's gonna be rocking the pats. 
they then I got the same number. I only think you can wear number twelve because Tom Brady, you know, they're gonna retire at number twelve. I know. Hey, you know what, number, what number you gonna wear? Number eleven, one under Brady. Nah, he got to wear a fucked up number, bro. Like something ugly, bro. 50, like fifty four, fifty six. I, I was gonna say nineteen. That was my number. That's a dope ass number, though. Nah, that's a trash. You said something trash. ugly, and it said your number. You gonna call your <laughs> own number ugly? I like it. Nineteen is an ugly number. It's a dope number. Vic was trash. Vic was trash. Only trash niggas were nineteen. Keyshawn Johnson. Keyshawn Johnson for the Cardinals now. Yeah, man. All right. Hey, we off that. So a couple of other points I do want to touch on. We can't forget about Grixon because all this injuries and a lot of that shit went on under. Yeah, man. So I'm I'm still you know my flag on the play go to Grixon. Um, the man who drafted Philip Dorsett, who's now one of Tom Brady's favorite toys. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think he definitely gets the flag. And then also, I do want to talk about Jacoby as far as, like, how do you guys feel? Do you guys think we're in good hands for the future? Jacoby's going to be cool. He's I think no Jacoby's doing fine. He's all right. Yeah, he's no, all right. he's not. He's all right. I, I think the Colts need to open the playbook and let him showcase his arm a little bit more than what they have been. But I, I think we're honestly okay. He doesn't turn the ball over. And as long he as he does that, defense is uh the defense is there, boys. The defense is actually something yeah. we can actually put our name to right now. Yeah, everything is there, man. Let him take his chances. Everything yeah. is there. He got the pieces. I mean, just they need to unleash him, and they need to unleash Paris because Paris looks on that fucking touchdown he had this past week. He just looked so much faster yeah. than everybody. I know it was only twelve yards, but he just went into a gear, and it's like. They need to unleash him some more, too. Find ways to keep getting him the ball. There's no way he shouldn't be unleashed right now. All right. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree, man. I think Brissett's going to be all right. Really, it's on autopilot, man. It's up to him. Nice old line. Nice weapons around him. It's really on him. So, but yeah, I definitely think it's going to be fine, though. Hell yeah. All right, man. What else y'all got before we close, man? I thought that was a dope conversation, man, just to put some ideas out there. Some thoughts, theories, speculations. Uh, what else? Do I want? Um, oh, I got something to say. Hey, yeah. no, no matter what you're doing, if you're staying in the game, stay in it. If you're going to retire, just make sure you retire, Dynasty Bros. <laughs> Dynasty Bro style. Bro style. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, sure you would have got booed, bro. He, he went out dynasty bro style, bro, with the booze. That's how we would have went out. No, no, I would have flipped off the whole stadium. That's that's true. I would have got booed and showed my ass. I would have mooned everybody at the fucking end zone. Bro, you gotta go out. You gotta go out Tupac style, bro, in handcuffs with the yellow security boy. <laughs> They got to drag me out this bitch. Yeah. The yellow security boys with the cuffs. Yeah, man. That's Dynasty Bro style. That's oh, real. Man, that's, that's crazy. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, that's dope, man. So definitely, you know, looking to get y'all feedback. What are y'all thoughts, man? Definitely hit us up. Questions at DynastyBrosFF.com. Also, be sure to follow and subscribe. Hit us up on social media, DynastyBrosFF. So, What's up, Dynasty Bros and Babes? This is Tanya Odita, your Indiana realtor. And if you're thinking about buying, building, or selling a home, schedule a free consultation with me. 
I'll show you the process step by step and also introduce you to some amazing financing programs that can help make your dream of owning a home come true. Follow me on social media at Find Your Indie Home. Visit homeownertime.com. You can also call or text 317-572-8717. And for all of the listeners outside of Indiana, I can also connect you to a real estate specialist in your area as well. Thanks for listening. Now back to the Dynasty Bros. Yeah, man. Doc, what you got, man, before we get out of here? And then we toss it to B. Hey, uh, I want to I wanna, um, tell the good people to be good people and don't be a horrible person. Don't send horrible trades to people. Um, I know this ain't got nothing to I, I guess technically it, everything has to do with fantasy. I want to say this because it was on my mind earlier. Somebody came up to me and told me they had a horrible trade sent to them. And I'm like, just hit that person back, decline it. Send the one player that they want from you and ask for everybody on their team. And that's how <laughs> you that's how you handle that. So don't be a horrible person, send horrible trades. And if you are a horrible person, you, you suck. So I just wanted to say that because that's sitting on my mind. So, yeah, that's that. <laughs> All right, what you got for us, B? <laughs> uh, be mindful of your trades. My buddy hit me up today, and uh, he's in a dynasty league, and the guy wanted the next two first-round picks he had. I'm just like, hey, don't cut your legs on a running team because losing your first two picks, that, that'll kill your, your admirations the next year. Dude, hey, no player is worth the next two. No player, not even Patrick Mahomes. Dude, the uh the twenty twenty draft, the whole first round of a rookie draft is gonna be fire. So just don't I, I told him that. Yeah, oh dude, it's it's a good year. It is, dude. Don't trade none of your twenty twenty picks. Hey, in the league that Vic bragged on that he beat me on, B I'm tanking clearly. Yeah. I have four first round picks next year <laughs> and I have three second round picks now. That's that's you, how aiming, you... you aiming for next year. And I still have players on my team that I love, and it's a two it's a two quarterback league, and I still have Pat Mahomes. I got the number one QB. Yeah. Yeah, you gonna get Tua and Patty? Oh, I'm thinking about it, baby. I don't. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's 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 a few running backs I like. I like me some Justin Herbert too, and just I don't know Jared Judy. Receiver for Alabama. I don't know. Just don't trade oh. your 2020 picks unless you're about to get a a, a a secure for sure thing in in your league. Shake one. Only one worth it. <laughs> like what I got. Yeah. For the most part. Well, I got, got Christian. Got somebody. Christian. Uh, somebody. Yeah. And I got Deshaun off dot. Yeah. He uh, traded. Somebody two, gave me. Go ahead. Go ahead. In a two QB league. Uh. He gave he gave me a first next year, but he got Deshaun Watson in the two QB league. So that's working. Yeah. So, but yeah, man. Um, yeah, let's quit prolonging this, man. And uh, I think we had a good conversation, man. I appreciate B yeah, yeah. coming back, fucking with us. Uh, Dynasty Bro Vic, we out here doing special episodes. You know, we doing our thing. Don't forget, we got to do the uh, we got to do the beer. We got to do the the beer, the beer draft. Out. We will do a a beer, a, a beer draft, uh, mock draft, um, battle royale we'll do like style. Like an elite eight. Yeah, what do you we'll think? Do... elite eight, sweet sixteen. Yeah, we'll do a battle royale style. Fuck that. What we'll do I'm is <laughs> what, we'll, what we'll do is what we'll do is I think what we should really do is draft it like 
maybe we go like four or five rounds. All three of us, Avo, maybe he'll drink a lot of beer. So just us three go in four or five rounds. You draft the beer you want. We go snake style. And you come up with your team, and then we put a poll out, send it out to the people, see who get the most votes. I think that's <laughs> the best way to do it, which I think. So everybody only gets one beer once. So we can't go out there and make a team, and we all sharing different beers. Nah, we do a four-round beer draft. You come up with your team. It'd be snake style with paper, rock, scissors or something to see who goes first and who got the third pick. We'll do something like that. Put a poll up, see who got the best team. <laughs> That works. I, I say do the poll weekly. Way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do the, but I like the bracket idea. But do the uh, polls weekly, meaning you know this is the matchup. Poll it, and then that advances That's from cool. a bracket standpoint. So yeah, I still get four weeks to work with something like that. Yeah, I get the I get the yeah. bracket. It's it's just harder to see like who got the better decision beer making style if we do a bracket style rather than just I'm gonna create my team in a draft form. Oh, so you, you're going for like personal, form. like, yeah, oh, nigga, I won't, nigga, so if, I see how here's the thing. Going. If you're going to talk shit about Vic and I'm going to talk shit about people and we talking shit about people's taste, then we need to challenge each other and see who actually got I the mean, best taste. I drink a blue moon like it's like the high end beer. So. See? I'm about, to, I'm about to swap. I'm about to switch. Hey, we're going to work these details out. Hey, we're going to work the details out offline though. So, yeah, I'm with that. All right. I'm with that. Hey. All right, man. This hey. is Dynasty Bros Fantasy Football Podcast. Special edition for your monk ass. Um, I'm Dynasty Bro Dot. You got Dynasty Bro Vic. We get you to go Dynasty last. Bro Clear B. <laughs> hey, he's affiliated. We just got to jump him in. <laughs> and on, on a final note, be fry some chicken tonight. I just want to say that to the good people. <laughs> And he sent us yeah, a picture yeah, and made yeah, sure yeah. we got it. I'm about to smash it right now. Hey. But it was for for the culture. It was uh, Parmesan chicken. Chicken so Parmesan. That just shows you Vic bougie, <laughs> but not bougie enough. <laughs> he Parmesan. I'm about, I'm, about give me a, I'm about to pull up on him and give me a two for 20. <laughs> nah, hey, hey, B, I'll be calling Vic. we be talking during lunch. He'd be like, hold on, bro, I'm about to place my order. He'd be like, can I get a chicken tetradini? I'd be like, bro, what the fuck are you eating, dude? <laughs> Bougie motherfucker. You, and that's you, my class. Who goes and orders something that, that name on a regular weekday for lunch, like regular work lunch? Only fucking Vic. Bro, chicken tortellini at Panera Bread's fire. <laughs> Whatever fire. it's called, tortellini. is a bougie-ass motherfucker. I'm over here trying to get a phone for phone. Y'all blasting <laughs> Y'all blasting me. Oh, I get those too. I got it in the rotation. Both for four in the rotation. I'm over here getting a big bag and getting the chicken tortellini. Shit. Hey, the four for four get you the payday. <laughs> man, I ain't messing with y'all. I'm out of here. All right, All right man. I'll catch y'all. I'll be easy. Dominate your life, Dynasty Bro yeah. style. Peace. Dynasty Bro style. <laughs>